You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99. My name is Noam Dorman. I'm the owner of The Comedy Cellar, and we're at the back table of The Comedy Cellar, of course, as always, with Mr. Dan Natterman. And we have three uh, guests today. Uh... Ms. Sheba Mason, who is a working comic with a, uh, a famous last name, and um, but I've, ne- I've never seen her perform, but uh, uh, I've heard about her for a long time. <laughs> Carmen Lynch, who's a regular here at the Comedy Cellar, who won the award for Sirius's, uh, what, what did you win? Oh, uh, they voted it best album. Oh, that thing. Of, you know, oh, that. best album of 2017. Best comedy album, obviously. Yeah. Not better than like Adele's. Be- best R&B. Yeah. I sing, too. No. <laughs> uh, comedy. Okay. And... Anna North is a senior reporter at Vox.com. She previously worked as a writer and editor at the New York Times, Salon, BuzzFeed, and Jezebel. She's the author of two... Can't hold a job. She, no, she's the author of two novels, American <laughs> Pacifica and The Life and Death of Sophie Stark. She is the author of the recent Vox story, The Aziz Ansari Story is Ordinary. That's why we have to talk about it. And that's why we have you here, because we want to talk about it. Yeah, but but for, no, and before we get to okay, any of that... Yes. Uh, Noam was not here. Our regular listeners uh, know that Noam was not here last week, and I believe I mentioned he was in Sin City, Las Vegas, to, uh, I guess, to see what's going on with the new Comedy Teller Vegas room. Yes. Is everybody aware that uh, oh. the Comedy Teller is opening up in Vegas? No. April, April 4th, April 4th. April 4th. Is that, wow. a, hard, is that a hard date? Well, if, if uh, nothing goes wrong with the uh, inspection process and everything, yeah, April 4th. So you went out there just to, to, uh, to check it out. How did uh, you find everything? It's, uh, it's all right. You took, took a left at Greenland. <laughs> that's, that's George Harrison or something? I think it was yeah. John Lennon. John Lennon. <laughs> How'd you find New York? We took a left. Uh, uh, um, it, it's okay. It's, it's a big, daunting thing because I don't know anything about opening uh, in Vegas. I don't know anything about advertising there. I don't know anything about anything there. But um, the room is beautiful and um, whatever. No, die, but the I, die is cast. I had thought, let me just check my calendar to see if I'm open opening weekend. <laughs> We're born Anna. She wants to talk about Aziz. Now, we'll get to it. But okay. this is very, people love this shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, can, we have That's time exciting. for everything. <laughs> we, we're also going to talk about, um, uh, you know, your relationship, uh, Sheba's relationship with, with, with her father, I believe. Is that... Uh, George is that, Mason? <laughs> not George Mason. No, he's a fine actor. father? <laughs> um, you said April 4th, did you? Yes. Uh, I don't know if you... Oh, I am around that week. Now, I don't know if you want to use me <laughs> oh, as a guest, <laughs> but as a, as a comic, but I thought it might be fun to go out there and do uh, a podcast out there. Okay, Dan. You know, I thought that might be a fun idea. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. Put that in your tickler file. Way to put Noam on the spot, like, on Noam, the podcast. Noam, I, Noam and I have a relationship. Don't worry about Noam. He can say no. <laughs> Noam's not like... Noam, who do you want to open on April 4th? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, it, it's, I can't say these things out loud. Uh, but do, you, do you want big names, or do you want to keep it small and discreet? I have... I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. No, because, because some people open up a new room, they get big names in. They pay a lot of money to get a big splash go. I, but Dan I, is available. I think maybe... I, I mainly want to just do the podcast. This is what I think. I think if I think it's better to open two or three weeks with just mere mortals. Not small names. Just regular, like the, the Dan Adderans, like the, the regular mortals. And then maybe a month in, once we know, like if things are going to go wrong, let them go wrong when you're when you're performing. And then and then when we really get the kinks out of it, then we can ask, like, you know, the the... All right. The Tom Papas or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, anyhow. Um, now, now, can we talk about Aziz? You want to talk about Aziz or you want to go to Sheba first? 
It's up to you. You're I, the head I, dude. I, I want to talk about Aziz. I can't help it. <laughs> well, we, we talked about Aziz last week. We'll talk. You weren't here. We'll talk I, about him again. Obviously, it's a big story. Aziz Ansari. Now, can, can you, Anna, you, you, you take Grace's... Grace is the... Uh, pseudonym. The, the pseudonym for the woman who told the Aziz Ansari story. And you are sympathetic to her side of the story, correct? You got to talk right in the mic. Right in the mic. All right. right in the mic. Here I am. I'm in the mic. Is that yeah. good? Yeah, All yeah. right. Nice. Um, Anna North. Hey. Should I lower it for you? I can lower it. Okay. All right. There, there we go. That's okay, go my go face, more or less. Okay. Um, yeah, so I don't know if there are sides per se. I mean, you know, Ansari has made a statement where he didn't he didn't really deny that, like, an encounter occurred. He said, you know, that he had apologized to her. We don't know, like, what kinds of conversations that they've had through back channels, so I'm not sure we should necessarily be thinking of them as enemies, but... Certainly when I read her account, I was like, oh, I think a lot of women have been there. Been? Okay. With me, they certainly have. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that, Carmen? No, I'm just <laughs> listening and processing this, because I thought it was a really good article. I thought she, you made very good points. And his article. Yeah. What, what, what point do you, did you, what's your takeaway point that you thought was a good point? Well, it just, a lot of these situations are clearly not Harvey Weinstein, um, but they're just bad dates, too, and a lot of young, young women think that uh, men can read their minds and we all go through that. It's, I mean, I'm not saying it's right, but it's part of growing up where you just assume a man can understand what you're thinking and you feel too embarrassed or scared to say no. Well, or, this is what I'm, he I'm hearing a lot about women being scared to say no. That hasn't been my experience with women. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be very clear. Uh, beat it. Uh, but but apparently, according to what I've read, women uh, do have a difficult time saying no. At least if you're uh, you know somebody that they're really into and they don't want to upset you. She even wanted to say something. How, how old was the girl? I think she was 22, 23. Well, really young, young yeah. very young. Well, another point that is an adult. Yeah, but I mean, naive. It's not, it's not but a child. You can be 22 I, and very naive. I, I have I have come to the conclusion on all this that unless it's coerced. I think that we should not be spending our time on it. And, and the analogy I gave last, because I, I, I thought about it every which way, was that like if my daughter was working at a restaurant, I said this, it's one of my greatest, the greatest hits. hits yeah. well, you know, and and, and the, the, the comedian, or no, and the manager was giving her a back rub. And she didn't <laughs> want his freaking hands on her, you know, but she's afraid to say something. And she mm. came home, I, I would march into that restaurant, you get your fucking hands off my daughter, you know. You know. But if she said, you know, I was hanging out with Louis C.K., we were drinking and smoking cod, and we were having a great time. Then he said, hey, you want to go up to my hotel room? And it was 2 in the morning. And I went up to his hotel room, and then he asked me if he could masturbate in front of me. I'd be like, sweetheart, that's, yeah. that's what happens at 2 in the morning when you're with a dude drinking and smoking, go up to his hotel room. You're going to have... Did, did he block the door? Did he did he put his hands on it? Did he do anything physical? No, no, Dad. He just, it just upset me. You're going to have to learn to navigate life. I'll never be able... And I, to stop that, that's... And that's the way I feel. So if there's no coercion, then we have to teach. And I think it's, I, I know you want to get into it, but I think it, we're gutting feminism. Because let me tell you something. I've been on a date where the woman moved faster to the bedroom than I wanted to. I've been on a date where a woman took my hand and put it in her crotch. I've been on, I've been on dates where I slept with the woman because I didn't want to hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. Why wow, you really get around? No, no, <laughs> every guy has. Every sure. guy. Has, it's hard to say no to a woman because you know they're, they assume that a man has to want to have sex. So if you don't want to have sex with a woman, it can be very insulting to her. At least that's what guys feel. So all, all these things that the, all these things that the woman is describing as to why okay. she would go through with it. Mm. 
She also if went down con- on him twice. Yeah, I mean. and but if you want to consider men and women equals, then you just have to not do that if you weren't coerced. But if you don't want to consider men and women equals, then yes. And, and go ahead. Sure. Yeah. So what I would ask. So um, you know, you talked about like if you had a daughter, you know, she's in that situation. What about like your son, right? So if you're you're talking to your son about how he should behave with women, yeah, and you're talking to your son about like how should he communicate, you know, what kinds of things should he do on a date, like what do you say to him? Don't get her pregnant. <laughs> no, no. Okay, but like, be a gentleman, of course. Be sure. a gentleman. Yeah, be a gentleman always, always, and and don't and 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 try to try to make sure you, you don't. Uh, come on too strong and try to read people but you know not everybody's good at reading people and this is something that I think people are born with but it also becomes you know the, the story she describes there's so many things like signposts there one has been pointed out complaining about the color wine was weird mm-hmm. then when she says and I said to all oh, you guys are all alike meaning it's like kind of like a groundhog day for her god forbid you should say out loud some women might maybe this is an issue like she you knows she's finding herself being upset with men over and over and over again. She did perform, as soon as they got there, took her clothes off, performed oral sex. That is, that is a stunning uh, uh, contrary signal. So we, we think he should have read this signal that she, this mind reading signal. He was supposed to read that her lips went cold at some point. And we don't, but ignore the fact that she gave him oral sex. I mean, here's the signal that I thought we was like... We have no base. We should know about this. He shouldn't be publicly humiliated. And none of us should have an opinion on this. We don't know what went on there. Anna, we you don't. say what? I, but, I, but I do have an opinion. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> you shouldn't. Good, right. well, good, well, good, we, good day, sir. All right. I'm out. <laughs> um, peace out. No, I'm staying. Um, yeah, so... I thought there's a part in in that account, and I agree with you. I think there's some details that I probably, if I was the reporter here, I wouldn't have necessarily put in. I don't know about that wine thing. I don't know why that was there. But she said it. um, Okay, but I'm you know I'm taking notes. I'm not always putting in everything everybody says. However, there's this point that seems like a real red flag to me. She goes in the bathroom. She splashes water on her face. She comes out. She says, you know, I really don't want to feel forced into anything because if I feel forced, I'm going to hate you. To me, it's like if someone says that on a date, that's a real red flag. I agree with you. Yes. Uh, now, what? Now, who remembers well? Because, okay, so so do we agree if that's that, oh, what was said, yes. Well, he didn't deny it. Right? I mean, we don't know that was what was said, but he also didn't deny it. If, right up to that point in the story, or let me put it another way, if, if without that line in the story, would you say this is just, like, this is ridiculous? Like, is that the only thing in the story that may say, wait a second, that is something... Somebody should have keyed in. There's, there's two moments. There's two, like, big moments for me. There's that, and then there's another time where he says, like, okay, okay, we can chill. And she says, like, okay, thanks, like, let's chill. And they're chilling for a minute, and then he's, like, taking her pants off again. Um, and again, like, nobody's saying this is Weinstein level, but, like, I, I don't mind the description of it as a bad date because I just think this is a good opportunity to talk about, like, how can people have fewer bad dates? Like, Well, you know. let this be a lesson to the young ladies out there in Hollywood. Unless you are a 10... Aziz ain't making you his girl. <laughs> you know, but she probably thought that in her mind... And be respectful she to her, too, because you don't know what she I thought. Go ahead. Very respectful. My guess is, without knowing for sure, that in her mind she had visions of the red carpet with Aziz mm-hmm. as Aziz's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, People.com saying, who's the mysterious lady on Aziz's arms? Uh, inquiring minds want to know. You know, a little birdie told us that Aziz and this new... 
you know, actress or whoever she was, you, you know, she imagined all of this Why in her mind. Why didn't she leave at any point? Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. I'm just saying in her head, in her cabeza, uh-huh. <laughs> she's, she's going to be in People.com. And is there even a People magazine anymore? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to seem like, like an old guy saying she'll be in the, you know, in the paper. <laughs> but um, she wanted that. He just wanted sex, which, of course, is oftentimes a woman will want more. That's my guess. Um, and um, But a lot of times that happens. That which, of Men course, happens in... Men want sex in, even uh, with people who aren't celebrities. Yes, yes, Maybe yes. he's used to getting sex. Who knows? Because he's a celebrity, you know, and he hasn't encountered this in a while. I'm sure that Aziz has... When Aziz is... There's three Azizes. They're just like there's three every man. There's... I really love her, Aziz. There's... I want to get laid, Aziz. And then there's... Get this skank out of here, Aziz. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I, I'm only two people. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Aziz was operating on the second disease, the one where he just wanted to get laid. I have no doubt that Aziz can be the most charming, delightful, wonderful man if it was... Uh, and I think I mentioned last week, just throwing a name out there, Scarlett Johansson. And, and he was out with her. You know, uh, he would have said... Well, let's take a walk. What a beautiful night. You know, the moon in your eyes. And, uh, you know, I don't want to rush in anything. I take you back home, but I really feel special. He didn't do any of that. So no, so no. He, he got, she got the, I just want to get laid as easy. What was the quote again about I don't, want to, I don't want to feel forced? Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting it exactly right. Can, but can it, you look up the exact quote? Yeah. About I don't want to feel forced. It's just, just like, or then I'll hate you. Right, because if, if a woman if a woman said that to me, I'm trying, if, I, if you know if a woman said that to me, of course I would back off. But then the second I saw a green light again, I, 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 no, I, I'm just being honest. Like you know, I would I would definitely back off. You go like I I wouldn't know whether that meant like she didn't go home like 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 or was she just I just need I've been there like I just need time I need to, you know want I want to relax first I got to get I mean you don't know I I I think that we should get off this public humiliation thing. I'll tell you what I would have done Yeah I would have got her an Uber I would have I would have called her an Uber or 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 I'm not that horny though you see you can't go by me You you, you know um I actually get off more on knowing a girl likes me than the actual set That's my weird thing If I know a girl's into me I can that to me is huge in terms of my own ego and my own what what I like. Okay, but can, can I, but I'm an odd bird. I'll admit it. I'm an odd bird. Here's the broader question: <laughs> Should every single person Ray Allen is ha- calling? Should I? No. Should every single person who has a bad date not be judged for taking it to the internet to humiliate that person so that their great great grandchildren will know about it forever like you're, you're being very optimistic about the future to think his great great grandchildren are even going to have the internet i mean we're well, going to worry about nuclear pres- war presuming here. That, presuming uh, you know we get through the next 3 years yeah, i'm just saying that that you know it's like you can you can put any comment i can i can write a comment on the new york times site you know dan adamant has herpes and and literally his great grandchildren you know, <laughs> grandpa dan had herpes you know because would, because everybody googles every you don't even have to be famous and that I, would be true if there was any shot i would have great grandchildren all right so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i get it so that's really and that's not getting talked about enough like what kind of social i think there should be a big stigma against anybody take going public like this. Well, that's why sometimes I, it feels more like the person is doing it to get attention for themselves than it is to blame. Look. Well, except there's a crucial thing here, which is that the website went to her. She didn't come to the website. 
They mm. found out about her through like their friends or some channels. They sought her out. They're like, do you want to tell this story? She said, okay. She did not call them up. Oh, okay. So to me, that changes things. Well, she could have said, hey, 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 man, you know, don't kiss and tell. I mean, uh, that is the rule that we have lived by for thousands of years, is you don't blab about a sexual encounter to the general public absent a legitimate crime. Oh, or, uh, there's something else that she said that, that undercut her, I thought. She said, it took me a year or something. Did you find the quote yet? Boy, you're slow. <laughs> there is Wi-Fi. Uh, um, it, it, took me, it took me a year, whatever it is, but then I realized that I was assaulted. Now, you're a reporter. What would you have said if she said that to you? If she said she was assaulted? Yeah. Um, I would have said, thanks for talking to me. I mean, like, look, if this story had come to me, I think I would have handled it very differently. Um, which is not to say, you know, I'm not here to cast aspersions on Babe or whatever they did. Um, I would not have reported the story in this way. I typically, you know, someone tells me they're assaulted, I take it seriously. Um, well, well let me tell you what I would say, and you tell me I'm wrong. Sure. I would I heard the whole story she told. Mm -hmm. I'd say, assaulted, you haven't said any, you haven't described any assault. Do you think, do you think Aziz should be in jail? Is that what you're saying? What do you mean by assaulted? Like she, she, and, and so that to me, that, that colors everything else she said. Like assaulted is a crime. She, she describes no fact that I can see of even a close call of a crime. And when he yeah, texted her and she refused another date, he said, I, I apologize. You know, she said, I wasn't, remember he yeah. texted her after the yeah, fact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, and, so, and the reporter just credibly assaulted and no pushback. And we had a similar thing. We interviewed the woman who did the, um, the New York Times report on Louis C.K. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that went there. But I asked her, because, you know, the Gawker rumor was that Louis blocked the door. Hmm. So I said, did you ask them about the fact that Louis was supposed to block the door? Because that would be a crime. That would be very serious. That was the worst part of the rumor. She says, yeah, I asked them. And did he block the door? She says, no. Why didn't you, why didn't you publish that? She basically said she didn't think it was relevant. No, well, she asked the question. And if they had said, yeah, he blocked the door, of course, they would have printed it. But the idea of, of printing the fact, anything that would ex exculpate Louis, even though this rumor was known by everybody, she wasn't interested in that. And that's not journalism to me. And she said other stuff is similar. She had an agenda. They, they had a narrative they wanted, and any fact which came out, which, which a reasonable person said, well, on the one hand, but on the other hand, there wasn't anything on the other hand they left out of the story. And the same thing with this babe thing. Any question that a reasonable... If, if my daughter came home and said, he assaulted me, i say, what, what do you mean? What, how did he assault you? No, reporter can't even ask the most basic questions. And that's why I think there really is going to be a backlash about this stuff. And I'll tell you something else. What people are saying in private, even though we're saying this on the radio, is nothing to do with what people are saying in public. In public, everybody's, everybody's doing a hostage video. But privately, everybody is thinking the way I'm thinking, that this is not real life. People are saying the same things to me in private, too. You know, and I think there's already a backlash. We're already seeing it. Look, um, if you, if, I think a conversation about... All right, go ahead. Um, you know, yeah, like, people, like, plenty of people disagree super vehemently about this. And, of course, that's normal because this is, like, this is serious stuff. This is hard stuff. We've never really talked about it before. People are going to fight. And ultimately, I think, like, if we're going to argue about this, I think that's great. You know, get it out in the open. Lance that boil, man. Well, I agree that there is a conversation to be had, uh, at least about how men and women communicate. Um, there is a lot of talk, as Carmen mentioned, about women uh, not wanting to say no or feeling bad, or this woman didn't leave. I mean, there's a conversation we can have. Why not? Is, is, should women be socialized differently? Sheba Mason. 
Now, you brought that up. Why didn't she leave? Of course, everybody's talking about that. That's the big question. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation where you're like, I don't really like this guy, but at the same time, I, I don't want to insult them? Or I, for some reason, you I didn't just get up and leave. Well, you know how many times I've been back to a guy's apartment if I didn't want to sleep with him? One time. And I learned that one time that I'm not even going to go to his apartment if I don't want to sleep with what, him. What happened that one time? He wanted to, you know, he wanted to do something, and I, you know, I, I, I didn't, and I, I left. And you left. I left. He didn't force me. He just tried. Can't blame a guy for trying. Now we live in New York. And I C- left. I just said no. I'm sorry. And I just, you know, I ran out, and I didn't care if he liked it. And I didn't care if he didn't. Is and that, I didn't, you know, uh, Anna North? Is that something we should tell our daughters? <laughs> I don't have a daughter, but Noam has a daughter. Just don't go to the dude's apartment. At all? I mean, that seems like I mean, perhaps no, too stringent a rule. I don't know. Knowing now what I know now, if I'm not interested in a guy and he invites me back to his place and we're alone, mm-hmm. unless it's a group situation, I'm not going because I know that that's probably what will ensue is he might try to do something. I think Otherwise, why is he guy. asking me alone late at night? Yeah, of course, if it's like your good friend. No, you know? I mean, if it's a guy that you've liked for a while and, and nothing's ever happened, I mean, he's probably, you know, he gets that it's moving slowly and you guys right. are... But if it's it feels like a one-night stand, which kind of feels like... What this was, I think you just assume well, if he asks you upstairs. I don't know. I, I think, think there were some signals going both ways. But what this else is, about, is uh, the point? Why would you go to his apartment? Yeah, like, what else, what yeah. else are you doing at Watch that point? Black Mare. Watch Black Mirror. Watch Maybe she wants no. to make out a little bit. Maybe she doesn't want to go all the way with him. You no, know? That's fine. I don't know. It's just not high school to right, me. Right. Like, like, what if the girl. She's not a Jewish girl, all right? They move slower than we do. What if she just wants to. As, as 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 Anna said, just wants to make out, just wa- maybe do a little something. I don't know, uh, I but don't. not go all the way. Is it, should we tell our daughters unless you want to go all the way, don't get off the boat? No, uh, that's no, a line from the po- apocalypse now. No. You, you don't. If, if you if you are with a guy that you're going to be afraid to say no to, you do not go up there. You have that's to what feel. I'm yeah. You have to feel that you know the guy and that that you can. If you want to make out, do it outside, do it in his car. I would not put myself in that position of going to a man's apartment where there's a bedroom, where there's a couch, where I'm vulnerable. If I really didn't want to sleep with him, I just wouldn't go. I would say, good night, I'm sorry. And that's it. And this is all totally valid. I think we can talk about, like, what we should teach young women. But, like, the fact is, like, we talk all the time. I mean, I brought this up earlier. We talk all the time about what we should teach our daughters. Fair enough, fair enough. We don't talk that much about what we're going to teach our sons. Like, what should you do if you invite a girl to her apartment? What, to your apartment, you know. What would what, you teach your son? Um, what would I teach my son? I think I would teach him, you know, like, look, you know, the first, the very first thing, I would teach him, like, when it comes to sex, don't think about, don't think about, like, trying to be a big man. Don't think about what people expect of you. Think about what you actually want. That's something I would teach to men and women, and I don't think boys or girls are getting that message. And there's a lot of men trying to live up to what they think a man does, women trying to live up to what they think a woman should do. I think that stuff is also toxic. And then I would say, you know, think also about what your partner wants. Are you thinking about whether they're having fun? Think about that equally as much as yourself. Please tell that to my wife. (laughs) I'll tell you this much. As a performer, and I can't speak for all of us, as a performer, I care very deeply that the other individual has a good time. Because that's how I'm trained, you know, to think of the audience, if you will. So uh, it's very important. Think of the audience. It's a great, it's a great standard. That's a, I like that's, it. That's important to me. Um, now, Noam's also, he's a musician and a fine one. I uh, just, I feel like if, if nudity so, occurs... Yeah. Go ahead, Chiba, you say what? If, I mean, you're nude with a man and he's nude. 
And you're I mean, giving him a blowjob. I mean, like, don't get nude with a man in his apartment. Yeah, but she's, I mean, I think you have, I mean, I'm not. Okay. It's so bizarre she, that she gave him a blowjob. She's 22. I mean, it, it, it's so, like, it so makes the story tough, you know? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I don't think she should have gone upstairs, like he said. Yeah. But also, she's 22. I mean, I feel like. What would a 22-year-old Carmen Lynch have oh, done? Oh, I would have been so clueless. Like, you I would have been up like. To but if I, I would have left, but yeah. I would have made up some excuse because I, yeah. was, I was like. I would have made up an excuse. I would have been like, I just got a really important phone call from my parents. My dad is sick. Like, that's who I was. I wasn't like, I don't want to do this. Like, now I would, you know, clearly I would do that. But back then, when I was 22, no. I was too innocent. I was in my I still make up an excuse. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I feel bad for women in suburban situations that were driven. It's a whole different thing. Because in New York, you could just order, just go out on the street and get a cab home. But you have to do the additional step of asking the guy to drive you home, that's got to be a nightmare. Or or calling a cab in a town where well, there's, there's, Uber, there's no... Yeah. Well, not every town has Uber, but it's an additional step, as opposed to just walking out the door and saying taxi. And were I would they, imagine that is an additional obstacle. Were they in L.A.? They were, well, no, they were uh, in they New, were New York, York, I believe. Oh. I, think I just so. feel so bad for Aziz. I just think, I think it's terrible what well, happened there. I, I do, too. Yeah, I don't think it's right it's, at it's all. It's killing me. I don't feel, I feel horrible for Aziz. You should. It's, it's totally... It's totally the worst that anybody can hang around his neck is that he he misread her signals in the context of receiving oral sex. I mean, I think what happened, I think you guys probably agree, she was probably into it. At some point, maybe he was too good. She turned him off. I mean, he turned her off. At some point, she got turned off. But, and, and that's happened, and, and whatever. And, and now, for the rest of his life, this has got to be like this cloud well, over him. You, 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 you exaggerate. Yeah, I think he's People be have fine. read no. and analyzed the situation. No. Most people are on Aziz's side. I agree. Those who aren't on Aziz's side are. Or at least, when I say on Aziz's side, I mean, they don't condemn Aziz. Although, you know, Even if they think he's not quite a gentleman, which. You know, every man is capable I mean, of not being a gentleman. I mean, TV shows are all still on the air, yeah. so clearly yeah, I let's, feel let's, like... Let's take the pity party for Aziz and tone it down a little bit <laughs> and move the sympathy for where it really belongs. Those of us laboring in obscurity. <laughs> that, uh, those of us whose talent has not been recognized. And Just stick can your I, fingers Aziz, in somebody's look, mouth. Aziz, oh, the Aziz is... I love the claw. Aziz is young, rich, with a villa in Italy. Oh, Dan, you're, well, always, you're so Jewish. Anna, can, 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 I want your address. I'm journalist. saying sympathy is not the first thing on my mind. I do think he, this was, I am on his side insofar as I don't think he did anything criminal or even wrong at all. Tortious. He's going to be fine. I think everything's going to uh, be and fine. And he will be fine. I, I, yeah. I would find it very fine. embarrassing. Anyway, Anna, yeah. I want. You, I would like to put something, a bug in your about about how journalists ought to handle this thing. In the, okay. Because they don't do this. When these stories happen, when the, the, the reporters need to ask them, why didn't you leave? Were you scared? Did he do anything threatening? Did he do anything? Cor- we need to. The, the, and if you if you don't ask those questions, then they should not be publishing that story because it's just a smear. Because we if because people what happens after the fact commentators overlay onto the story. Well, women are scared to leave. You know that. You don't know if she was scared to leave. I'll tell you why she didn't leave, in my estimation. Why? What? She was holding out hope that Aziz would all of a sudden become nice and take her to the to the next Golden Globe party. Well, and and without that, the reason. That, that is my guess as to the reason. And she was like saying, okay, he's a little bit of a pig, but let me give him one more shot because this might work out. And I really do like him, and Master of None is my favorite show. And I love his bit about, uh, you know, how women have to do all the work with the uh, contraception. <laughs> the, the, and the, he's so cute. Hold on. I'm sorry. I think the, you like him. The, um, <laughs> the, the political feminist movement that 
women have been treated bad for many, many years and all women should believe and be believed and all that stuff needs to be dropped when you're a journalist. And you got to get the facts and you got to be contrary and, and um, prosecutorial. That's the only way you're going to... Because people will spin. Like I, 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 I've said, Dan, like nobody gives a fair shake to somebody they have a grudge against. Even if the, even if the essence of their grudge is correct... They always spin it. They always exaggerate it. If I have a customer, to use a really banal example, I, I, I told somebody, if I have a customer who says, I've been waiting a half an hour for a borscht, I go <laughs> over there, I'm sure they have been waiting too long for the borscht, but it's, I'm sure yeah. it's also 20 minutes. Meaning like there, there is that urge to always, like you're gonna, you're gonna you, you don't wanna make a half-assed attack at somebody, so you spin it and you need the reporter to push back and they don't do that. They're 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 solicitous of these people and they're killing people's reputations. Well, so so you know the you know the like the journalistic saying if your mother says she loves you, check it out. Yeah. You know that phrase? Exactly. Yeah. They no, don't do that with but, these women. But trust me, Jody Cantor is doing that. Who's Jody Cantor? Jody Cantor is the woman you had on the show. Or no, you had someone else who did it about Louis C.K. Jody Cantor Melina Rizik. No, she did not do that. Jody Cantor did the story about Weinstein. Yeah. Okay? And the reason that I say that these New York Times reporters are calling their mother to check out if she loves them, them they don't want to get sued. They don't want to get sued. Yeah. So trust me, people are doing a lot of due diligence here. And also, I will tell you, a lot of times we're asking, were you scared? How are you feeling in that moment? And sometimes when you read those accounts, you'll see the person say, you know, like, maybe no, he wasn't blocking the door, but I knew if I left, I was going to get fired the next day. Well, but, then they, they, but fine. Then, then get her on, then quote her saying that. In that Louis story, there was nothing like that. When I asked her, I said, uh, when they went up to his room, they were drunk in the middle of the night, and he asked, could he take out his dick? And they began to laugh. Is it possible that he took that laugh in that context as, sure, go ahead? Her answer was, this is a reporter. They did not consent. I said, okay, I know they didn't consent, but is it possible mm -hmm. that he, there's a misunderstanding. Is it possible that he took it as consent? She goes, they did not consent. This is her answer. I said, okay, okay. So then afterwards, so then he starts to take off his clothes. And that goes on, what she, that goes on for minutes. Minutes is a long time. And they're laughing and screaming, of course, laughing and screaming for minutes, which is a, it's hard to picture what that is. I said, did they once in, that, in those minutes say, wait, or no, or you got the wrong idea, or anything to indicate to him that they didn't want him to take, out, take off his clothes? Her answer was, do you mean did they stop not consenting? This is a reporter. I think that's a legit well, answer. No, I that's not a legit answer. That, the, answer is, the answer is... I didn't ask them, or I did ask them, and they didn't say anything like that. Next question is, did you ask them why they didn't say anything? They said because they were in a panic. They said because they were scared. Something. What she, so what she did was she offered this freeze or friend psychological thing, which I've looked up since then, and I, I'm not totally sold on it in that context. But, they did, but she overlaid it as an explanation on their behavior retroactively without a single quote or anything that she reported that they said to indicate that that's We're not why here they to put her it. on trial. We're, we're no, talking to the lovely Anna North. Not, no, no. This is, this, bring her back. you got to bring her back and let her answer uh, for well, herself. I, I, you know, at the time, I was really afraid. At the time, like, it's a little bit easier to talk about this now because a few people just talk about a backlash. Even uh, Mika Brzezinski is talking about it. At the time, I was so tongue-tied not to argue with her because I was afraid of getting Wait, so, boycotted. Oh, so you, you, you were saying that you were too afraid to speak up? I was, I was afraid to challenge the reporter too like I'm doing now. Now I would, be, I would feel on stronger ground now that it's kind of like the issue. At that time, the issue that this could go too far was being commonly rejected. Now I think with Aziz and a few other things, people realize, oh, you know what? We do need to have some 
rules on all this because it can get spin out of control. And now I'd be, I would feel more confidence to ask her tough questions. But you could listen to the interview. She said, did they ever, did they stop not consenting? Like, did they stop doing a negative? When, when any normal person would say, for minutes, they were just screaming and laughing. I'm, I said a thing, like, if I was filming the movie, like, I wouldn't even know how to film that. It wouldn't be believable for minutes. Ha, 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 ha. Without ever saying no. Like, it's such a reflex to say no or stop or fuck you. And there's two girls, and they never said they were scared. And by the way, if you listen to these girls in their podcast, all it is is about fucking and cunt and masturbating. I mean, it's the most, wow. like, two hours of just the most dirty sex talk I've ever heard. Which is not to say that they couldn't be scared or whatever it is, but they weren't, like, delicate flowers about sex. Sure, but you know as well as anybody does, if somebody does comedy about sex, it doesn't mean they want somebody to come masturbate in front no, of them. No, but all, I'm saying all, she just had to ask them, why didn't you say no? I just want to hear them say, because I was scared. And then I say, oh, maybe he's scared. You know, I'm not, I'm not soft on sexual predators at all. But I am always bothered when somebody comes back, you know, 13, 14 years later. I made a joke. <laughs> like, imagine a, a thing where um, Louis C.K. is getting this, is, is masturbating in this room with his two women. And he's, the, the, the frame freezes right before he finishes. And Rod Serling comes out, you know, submit it for your approval. This man, this, <laughs> this, this redhead freckle dick loser is about to become the most famous comic in the world. He has no ideas. And this is the most important 45 seconds in his life. It's going to ruin him 15 years from now in the Twilight Zone. He has no, he has no way of knowing that that moment, nor did anybody, was even an important moment in anybody's life. But he did it a bunch of times. He's admitted he did it a bunch of times to a bunch of different women. Each, each one is different in its own way. But that was the... The, the big headline. Right, but in one, his, you know? he, he gave a whole public apology that I actually thought was like that had its issues, but was strong in certain ways. Where he right. says like he names the woman. He's like, I did yeah. this. This is all true. Yeah, well, you know? I apologize. Can, can we? Uh... <laughs> all I'm saying is, I think <laughs> as, as a reporter in that thing, to convince a guy like me who who is a fact based guy who's not, I have a daughter. I, you know, that's even a trite thing to say. I'm a human being. I don't want any human being to be molested or harassed or or or, or assaulted. But I do need the reporters to ask the natural questions that we're all wondering, but seem to be off limits now. You would ask, you would ask tough questions. If he robbed me. He mugged me. You'd ask, what did he do? You, you'd get the play-by-play. -play. The police, before they assumed you were telling the truth or they'd want to know. In a courtroom, you'd have to answer the questions. Reporters have become uh, advocates here rather than reporters. And, and, and I think they're responsible for the backlash. If they would have asked these tough questions, you would not be seeing this backlash. That's what I think. Can we, uh, well said, uh, but can we get to uh, yeah. Sheba? Yes. You were all excited to have Sheba on. <laughs> yes. I don't want to. Yes. Sheba Mason. <laughs> Sheba Mason. It, we, we, now, you, was there an article recently that prompted you to ask for to have Sheba on? There was something about you. I mean, I, I you know what? I, I always feel funny to ask you. Your, your father is Jackie Mason, but he denies you, correct? Well, he did pay child support till I was 18, you know. And uh, I'm sure you probably saw that recent article on uh, page six. I, I don't remember. I must yeah. have seen something. Like might on, have been on, on page York, six. You know, the New what York did it Post. say? It just said uh, he denies his daughter, yada, yada, yada. She's going to be in a play next week. <laughs> <laughs> what is with this dude? First of all, he moralizes. Yeah. So, so. See, to me, what he does is almost like worse than what Louis C.K. is doing. In, oh, in yes. a way, because... Yeah, because he gets up there and, and pontificates on what's right and wrong and, like, really sort of preaches. You know, he used to be a rabbi, you know. Yeah. And uh, he comes from a really great family who I'm very close to, you know. And, and uh, 
yeah, you just um, you just never really wanted children, and that's how it's been. You know, Sheba, now how do you feel about him? Uh, I mean, do you want to reestablish or establish? Oh, I've always, always wanted to. Um, you know, I totally respect him as a comedian. I think he's like, you know, one he of the best, great. if he's not the, the best. He is the know? best, certainly, of that genre, Borscht Belt Catskills genre that I've seen, anyway. I mean, be. Like blows away anybody in and that. It's extremely it, bright too. To, to I mean, me, he's extremely bright. bright. Yeah, yeah. Re- extremely bright. He's a wonderful uh, conversationalist. And the North, are you are you familiar with Jackie Mason's work? Of course, sure. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but and you made but, a very good point that you know that's another and it, it does it does um, it should be compared to the sexual harassment and stuff because there's so many worse ways to treat somebody which don't have the titillation of sex and nobody cares. Nobody's career is lost because they deny their daughter for 18 years. Yeah. But you know, you, oh, you just wait. You misread a, si- <laughs> but, you misread a signal. The whole but, world but wants the, it. But the, you know? the, uh, the, there was a paternity test. Is that correct? And it established within a billionth of a percentage, uh, you know, whatever. Which is oh, more, yeah. way more Jews than there are on the planet. So. Uh, <laughs> that that Jackie, that Yaakov, I believe his real name is 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 uh, Jacob. Yeah, Yaakov, his Hebrew name. Yeah. Uh, what's his last name? <laughs> Maza, M-A-Z-A. Maza. <laughs> he well, changed anyway. it to Mason, you know, for but, obvious but, uh, reasons. But uh, <laughs> that he is your father without any shadow of a reasonable doubt. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, I'm, I don't know if you guys remember, but when I was born, it was in all the papers and, you know. The I don't papers, remember but, that, no. Well, <laughs> I, was, I was born at the end of 85. And uh, it, was, it was like a big deal. It was, you know, in all, over, all over the world it was in the papers. I was on the cover. Is that when he this. was doing the one-man show on Broadway or thereabouts? That was just uh, prior, It was just, just right before he opened up The World According a- to Me. 80, 85, uh, he was not yet on Broadway. Because I remember I saw him on Broadway. She said it was right before he opened. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, he, um, he was with my mother for 10 years. He met her in Miami Beach when he was working for $10 a ticket. You know, it was post the Ed Sullivan show when he, you know, didn't actually give the finger. But... Uh, it was taken that way. And he was really set back. And he was, you know, working for $10 a ticket at the Newport Hotel in Miami Beach. And he met her at Wolfie's Delicatessen. And uh, he sent somebody over to the table and said, do you want to meet Jackie Mason? And the rest was history. But she had a very dominating mother who kind of pushed her into this relationship. And she said, oh, Jackie's my favorite comedian. Come on. You know. And so they started dating 10 years. And he always had other women on the side. You know, like he was a real player. And my mother kind of just looked the other way. She didn't really care, you know. She knows he's a celebrity, and that's what they do. And um, and then when I was born, uh, he was always honest. He always said, "I don't want children. I don't want a family. I don't want to be married." And uh, when I was born, daughter, he just kind of disappeared. Children. Yeah, but could he, but but he did. He I mean, did, he told, he he told did more than just say, "I don't want a daughter." He said, "You were not his daughter," and he still says that. It's I funny guess. that he still denies it. That's what's strange to you me. Know, it's like when it's so. It's been proven he paid child support. But why <laughs> not just say, "Okay, you're my daughter. I, I don't want a relationship with yeah. you." Um, but why, why didn't I mean is it does he hate your mother or something is there something uh, I mean they never really got to the point of venom he just sort of disappeared you know he literally disappeared he had his brother call her up and break up with her after she had a baby now now you've been to therapy about this no you've never been to therapy <laughs> why I'm, I'm you have to I, where, from where does this this well of mercy and I yeah. think tenderness in a way for this man come from he's like why don't you hate him it's a weird thing. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, it's a strange... I thought therapy was the only answer, like, you know, like a 12-step thing or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's this... I'm, I'm sort of caught in this, uh, you know, like this paradox where, uh, you know, I respect him so much as a comedian, and I, I mean, I'm sure deep down I hate him. My mother kind of <laughs> taught me not to hate him. 
you know, your mother told you not to. You know, she kind of like taught me not to be bitter with resentment. My mother and my grandmother who also kind of raised me like a father, you know. And like I even have a joke, like she even had the beard, you know, my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, she kind of, they kind of just taught me like not to grow up really bitter and really angry. And I mean, what am I going to do? You know, there's nothing I can, I can't change it. Um, what puzzles me is that now that I'm older, you know, I'm already 31 or 32. And... <laughs> You know, maybe he's terrified of having a really awkward conversation. I wouldn't have one. I would just take it forward. I would be forgiving and just try to talk to him about comedy and stuff like that. Wait, See, so now, if, I, if I put Jackie Mason on, everybody would cheer. But if I put no. Louis on, they'd boo, right? Or, or God forbid. But, or somebody that, that's not right. That's, you'll get, you'll that's get, a bad you'll man. Get, you'll get no argument from me that we should take that seriously. We should take bullying yeah. seriously. All kinds of bad behavior. There's lots of things. Much that we worse also than, need to, than anything we've I'm seen. Saying worse, but there's lots no, no, of stuff we need to talk no, about. I'm saying, I'm saying, really, it is worse. Yes. This but is, also, you, this is an article about you, and you're doing a play, right? Yeah. And they're mentioning that your <laughs> father's denying. Every time you do something, are people like, and and your father's denying you, like. Is yeah. that annoying after a while? You're like, well, sure, it's annoying, yeah, but it gets me in the paper, so what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> but but you are, when was the last time you said you actually exchanged words with him? Uh, it was a long time ago, you know. Uh, I met him for the first time when I was eight. They t uh, my grandma took me to see his show. They thought that it was time for me to realize, you know, the enormous, uh, you know, like, thing that he is, for lack of a better word at the moment. Uh, and, you know, I saw him at the Broward Center Performing Arts. It was thousands of people. He was really tender. He took a look at me backstage. He said she looks just like her mother. He was really tender. And that was it. Then I met him again. I was bartending in the Broadway theaters. The last time I met him and I saw him across the street and I tried to say something, he didn't recognize me. Um, I even have a joke, like, you know, we're getting closer. Uh, like last week I saw him on the street and he actually recognized me. <laughs> and I know he recognized me because the minute he saw me, he ran the other way. <laughs> now, what about the money? Well, uh, uh, the money stopped when I was getting, 18. No, but he's, there's, gonna, there's, there's yeah, another, not there's going, another it's not load. For, it's not for Shiva. <laughs> well, Shiva's not going to get it. I don't know if I could get it if he doesn't want me to have it. I don't know how that works. You know, I, I think that I felt kind of creepy doing research, you know, before he's dead. <laughs> About it, you know. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Among Jews, that's all. That's, 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 that's what we do. Well, I'm not sure. I, I, I think you can cut off your... Your, your yes, biological you can, you can, children. You can't. You can cut them up. But, you can but, disinherit them. But I think maybe so, yeah. that's why he's trying to make out that you're not his daughter, so that he gets, mm. like he doesn't look like he wrote you out or something. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I know that he's a very controlling manager. Very controlling. I mean, even like the story goes that when I was a baby and I was taking the blood test and I was like in pain, he came over to comfort me the way a normal father would. And she grabs and she's, Jackie, come on, we have reservations, you know, somewhere. She's very controlling. She's controlled, you know. It's all a world of monsters. I'm telling you, it's a world of monsters. She's one of the reasons why he's not really even more well, famous because people really loathe dealing with her. She's you, not the you, easiest uh, to deal with. You know him apparently are far more um, unforgiving of Jackie Mason than Sheba Mason is, it would seem to me. Um, calling, referring, implying that he's a monster. Well, no, it was the it was the manager who was the, the uh, dragging. Uh, yeah, he, he was, yeah. This was this was a scene where he was trying to be nice to her. But I'm saying, just what is with people? I know. Well, she was jealous. You know, she was jealous that he had a baby with somebody else. Everybody wanted his baby, and, and my mother's the one who had it. He always pulled out. The the capacity <laughs> for hypocrisy. I mean, look like. Look at Harvey Weinstein, like all the stuff that was coming out of his mouth, and now I'm going to fight for gun control. I mean, it's everybody, and, and you know, all of them, right and left, up, up, down, and center. Anyway, what else? Yes, I mean, it's either like, you know, preach or don't preach, you know? He, is, he sort of makes himself a moral compass in his act, you know, a little bit. 
Is is it possible that it's really true that the people who preach are are to be more? He doesn't. More pre- he doesn't preach about that. That no, he, that's true. Yeah, he, he preaches about, he preaches he preaches about black about, people, yeah. how, how they're how they're living, and, and how they and how they're having family kids values without, and uh, stuff. Without, how they're having how they're having kids without how did he dads. preach about family yeah. values? The last, he actually, he actually the last video that, I saw, he was talking about Starbucks. Well, <laughs> he, <and> they, <laughs> they charge you three fifty for a cup of coffee. You go to a diner, you get ninety cents, and I don't have to bust my own table. <laughs> I go to Starbucks. I'm, the people, they're, they're sweeping, they're wiping, they're busting the table. That's not the greatest impression. <laughs> what but do you, you think? get the idea? It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. I'd say that's a top five I've heard. Wow. Uh, and I've heard a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but nobody's ever accused Jackie of like saying like he, he took him back. We went to Katz's Deli and he wouldn't even let me finish my, my, uh, my pastrami. <laughs> he rushed me back home and he, he, said, he said, you're a Vildachaya. All right, oh. <laughs> be a little Jewy. You're, you're not Jewish, right? I'm not. Uh, I'm sorry. For <laughs> you, you know, you know, you know what? But you, you understand where I'm going with this. You know, he's, he's, he's telling her. He's telling her. You know, show me your tushy. Vox.com. That's Ezra. Ezra Klein. Is that Vox.com? Uh, he's one of the founders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he wrote a really good article today. Um, so, what, what, what's, what are the other hot issues? On uh, feminism or stuff that we could that we could talk about, I I I've been I've been um, uh, advised that I should try to give more platforms to feminists and feminist point of, points of view. And what I really like about you is that you don't get mad. No, because we've had other situations where you where people will get mad, you know. So what else? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest things going on in feminism right now is the Women's March. Um, so I was out there uh, covering it on Saturday. There were over 100,000 people out in the streets in New York. I read that one in 100 people in America was at a Women's March this weekend, Wow! which blows my mind. So I'm fascinated by that. That's one of the biggest social movements I've seen in my lifetime. You know, we saw two million people around the world last year around this time. Um, so I feel like you want feminists on the show, talk to the organizers of those marches around the country. Those women are pissed and they're doing something about it. What are they pissed it. at? Are you guys pissed? Are you pissed, Carmen? Tell the truth. I'm just honestly <laughs> just really happy this is all happening. And every time there's a march, I'm on a plane. I was so bummed. What, 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 but, what is it that's that you're happy about? That this is that things are changing. What's changing? I'm, I'm being very serious. What's changing? That people are listening to women more now. I mean, I do. I do think it's. Um, Wait, over... Say that again. I wasn't. No, no, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> that was go funny. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I think it's a it's a slow and steady rate. I think it's like baby steps, but I think people are actually listening, and I do think Hollywood is going to change. You're talking about and the, the sexual, yeah, the, I the think casting all couch of it. thing. Yeah, the casting couch, but apparently everywhere, farmers and all these women oh, who yeah. are getting sexually assaulted. And restaurant workers. It's so, I was whoa, whoa. Whoa. allegedly. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's yeah, important the to talk. Vitale. But I think it's yeah. important to kind of overcompensate and talk about the Aziz stuff so we know, like, no, this isn't the same thing. And then we go back to, you know, where we're supposed to go. Because uh, if we don't talk about it, we're how are we going to know what's what's important? Like, oh, what yeah. we should talk about. Now, now, this is my theory about it. And, uh, and I got some pushback about this, too. But I think people are even coming around on this. That the real bottleneck here is not about teaching men although that's great to do. It's about teaching women to come forward, teaching women to say no. Because in the workplace, I've been, I've had the problem where, where I've had a woman, I'm not allowed to talk about it, but it's, <laughs> it's tough to get women to come forward. 
And it's not because they're af afraid of retribution. It's not because of the, again, the, the reasons that are just, the easy reasons that are overlaid onto it. I think there's something fundamentally embarrassing and unpleasant about coming forward. And it's done and it's in the past. And they just don't want to come forward. So often, over and over, we see these stories. A woman finally comes forward where she never used the procedures that the employer set up. And women need to bite the bullet and be kind of indoctrinated. You're going to need to come forward. Because once men know that women will come forward, they will clean up their ass. Is there, is there a way, and Anna had pointed out, we talk a lot about what women should do. We should talk about what men should do. Is there a way to attack the other end, to, to the, the male end, to, to get men to behave differently on their own? You know, without, not without, without, not without consequences. Without consequences. Well, not without consequences. Maybe not no. without consequences. Yeah. But there's actually, so, so people have done some research on this, and it does look like training managers at work, whether it's mm. male or female, training them about what does sexual harassment look like, and what do you do if someone comes and talks to you? that can actually make a huge difference. So sometimes a woman or a man, because we know men can get harassed too, sometimes they come forward and they say to their HR rep, listen, this happened, and the HR rep's like, uh, I don't know what to do. They're not always trained. Sometimes they have the company's interests at heart more so than the person. So making sure that your company is actually set up to take that report and take it to the right channel. And take it seriously. You're yeah, absolutely right. That, that, that'll deter what, what people will hear that no, they don't, they're not going to take it seriously anyway. That's another reason not to come forward. Yeah. What do you think about the, oh, go ahead. Do you think it's going to change the way men act toward women? Like, um, the, you know, like, oh, can I hug you? I'm sorry. You know, like that kind of stuff that was normal before. And now it's like. Yeah, I've been seeing that a little bit, actually. Yeah. Like, can I, do you mind if I hug you? Like, can you? I hope, it, I hope it changes it in a good way. So I don't want it to change. I don't want it to make men think they can't, like, take a woman out to coffee to give her advice. Because I think that's great. People need advice. I, but I hope it changes in terms of, like, don't be putting a hand on a woman's leg, you know. Everybody but do you keep their hands to themselves, yeah. really. We have a lot of female yeah. comics that listen to this show, I think. I'm actually not do sure. Do you think it's going to change <laughs> but, the but, way uh, uh, companies hire, like... They're not gonna like men are not gonna hire women or that kind of thing because they're afraid of things happening at the workplace. Do you think it's gonna go that far? I hope not. I hope it means companies hire more women. I hope yeah. because like we need we need equity. You know, like that's yeah. the biggest thing. We get more women at the top, then I think it helps with this so much. As I was saying, we have a lot of female comics that listen to this show, and if I can be of any help, <laughs> I would just say to you. Uh, <laughs> don't trust male comics. <laughs> if they, they want to take you on the road to open for them. They want to write with you anything. If they're not gay, they're trying to have sex with you. Yeah. And if they're not trying to have sex with you, see rule one. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what do you ladies, that's very good then. What do you ladies think about this yes means yes thing? Which is a whole other thing. It's like an ex post facto, like they changed, it was always no means no. And now like I've been living by no means no. No, that's not good enough. But what do you think of you? Can you explain the yes means yes, the affirmative consent thing going around? Yeah, I think it's just the idea of, like, you want someone to be excited to have sex with you. You don't, you don't want them to be like, ugh, fine. Um, <laughs> I think it's a good standard, you know. <laughs> to be like, perfectly like, honest. Like you were saying, like, it's, it's exciting <laughs> when someone's saying? into you. You were saying it's exciting when someone's into you. I think that's, that's my jam. I think that's <laughs> Lucky for me. <laughs> but some guys get off on the women... You know, they get off on women not being into it. Yeah, but um, fortunately for me, my kinks are all legal. <laughs> Can women be coy anymore and play a little hard to get? I mean, is that going to go away? Excellent question, Sheba Mason. <laughs> I think there's a difference between playing hard to get and, like, you know, having a little banter, having a little talk. 
versus being like, you know, I feel forced, I'm not comfortable, I'm being cold. Well, Again, what, a lot yeah. of this is about communication. What, I, what about this? Now, when I was reading, when I was in reading, I was debating on Facebook and being absolutely eviscerated. Eviscerated. <laughs> but I stood my ground as best I could. Aziz, a lot of people were making a lot of hay out of this fact that Aziz, they were making out, she, he was he was going down on her, whatever he's doing, and he put his fingers in her mouth. And, they, and some women were saying, <laughs> you don't just put your finger in a woman's mouth without getting explicit permission. And my thing is like, but his well, you, penis was already in her mouth. Well, the, my thing is like, you kind of do things sexually. You don't ask every step of the way for permission. Uh, I think it's such a turn off in general. I don't mean you the disease thing. But when a guy's like, can I kiss you? I'm like, ugh. Yeah, Just I fucking agree. do it. Just be a man. Yeah, be a be man. A man. Well, this, this is yeah. the problem. This See, is I don't know, though. I, I, and I have had this exact debate with a male friend of mine over the weekend. He was saying, you know, I think it's a real turn off for a lot of women. I think that may be. I also know a lot of women for whom it's a turn on, you know? Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of, I, I think we're seeing more and more like in movies, in TV shows, depictions of a man and a woman having a little bit of conversation beforehand. Mm. And like, like a light uh, ass smack. <laughs> <laughs> for example, you're having sex with a woman, a light ass smack, you don't have to ask for about a light ass smack. If you're already having sex. <laughs> if you're already having sex. But a finger in the butt. All right, Dan. All right. Well, I think all right. it, all, it all, it's all, like, if, you know, you know a guy what? doesn't Babe have to right. ask you. <laughs> a guy doesn't have to ask you to kiss, can he kiss you, if there's clearly chemistry and you're touching, you know, his arm Look, or whatever. everybody reads chemistry. And it's the same with the finger in the butt. If you're doing a lot of other things, you shouldn't have to ask about the finger in the butt. There's I mean, if you like, ask, it kind of takes away, like, what if a girl yes. does enjoy that and then he does it? And well, what about, all right, so instead of asking, you put your finger near the butt. <laughs> Like that old sketch, you can sit near the bar. So you can gingerly move his hand away. And then you put in little by little. Okay, somebody ought to take all the great classic scenes in Hollywood movies like Gone with the Wind and and like recap, redo them with like Red Butler asking Scarlett, "Can I kiss you?" You know, can I? Do you mind if I break the door down? We're not going to solve. I think. I mean, did people used to look at these scenes in Hollywood and say and 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 say, "Oh my God, this is horrible." Look how much the music man pursued the librarian. What was that? The music. Man, you know Harold Hill. He pursued oh, yeah. the librarian over so much. But, but I'm saying, didn't both men and women look at these scenes and think they were romantic, even when Sexy. the man was being manly? Well, and I, think yeah. you, I think you still can. Um, and I think there's a lot of ways that both partners can show they're excited and into it without necessarily being like sign here on the dotted line. You know? Can, can I tell you what I think the fault in the yes means yes thing is that if you're scared to say no, if you're scared to say no, why wouldn't you be scared to say yes? Um, to scared, to scared to say, not say yes. Like if you're scared to say no to the guy. Well, those yeah. are two separate issues. Do you want to? No, but I'm saying, do you want to have sex? If you're scared of me, you'll say yes. I mean, if you're scared, you're going to say whatever you have to well, say. Well, you have to say yes with a certain gusto. What I'm, what I'm saying, like, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't think they thought that through. There's no difference between saying, in my opinion, in most scenarios, no difference between saying no and refusing to say yes. Think, if you're scared, you're going to say what you need to say. I don't think uh, the the explicit yes notion is a majority opinion amongst amongst women. I'm just wondering if I mean, I mean people do have that opinion that Noam has expressed. They want an explicit yes every step of the way. I think most women are fine with the current system, you know, where you take it little by little. The hand on the thigh means you can kiss. Kiss means you can put a hand on a breast. If she has no objection to hand of the press, maybe, you know. It's really listening, communicating. Right. Don't make assumptions just because, you know, you're going up to 
Aziz's apartment, you're not going to become his girlfriend, but also it doesn't mean another that... Lesson, another lesson for the ladies with regard to Aziz. <laughs> that's instructive. Any dude on stage that's peddling this I'm such a nice guy no, stuff... No, 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 don't say that. What? Don't... don't. Uh, view it with skepticism. View it with healthy skepticism. <laughs> It may be okay. He may be no, that. I don't like what you're saying. What am I saying? Because you're kind of tr you're, you're you're saying that Aziz is not a nice guy, and there's no basis to think he's not a nice guy. He, he, he's a nice guy, but he's not. He's not. Uh, you're right. You're correct. I don't know. I concede he, that. I can, he did. I concede that. But but he's not what she thought. That that he's not what she whatever she thought he was, which was. It's not that. He's a guy and he's trying to get it in. But just because they come to your apartment also doesn't mean that they want to sleep with you. Right. So it's both sides are making assumptions. And then what happens when a girl goes to a guy's apartment and he doesn't hit on her? She said, what's wrong with me? You know, and that's how come huge, he didn't hit on me? That's a huge thing. And I think you brought this up, that there's an expectation that men always want sex all the time. That's I right. Think, I think that's a problem, too. I think we got to we gotta always examine all these sort of like cultural assumptions and we got to be talking to each other about it. We're going to wrap it up. So, so, well, we're so, not. So, wait a second. Yeah. so and that's why with all these complex things I think and we don't want to bite off much more than we can chew as a society we really need to limit it to coercion because that is the clear bright line the rest is all reasonable minds can differ you don't know what really happened you can't unwind it you'll never get to the bottom of it if somebody coerced you to do something that you didn't want to do either physically or through professional pressure whatever it is that needs to stop we don't need to get into people's dating experiences, I don't think. I think that's a big mistake. I think we're But then is it, does the, the not your journal, but do, do journalists just want a, a story? Oh. Do journalists just want a story? Do you know what I mean? Are they going to say, well, this is yes. a coercion? Yes, yes. They, they want course. clicks. They, they want so, clicks. But they're not going to change that. No, but well, no, we're not going to change it. But I think that was, sometimes these things get in people's mind, and then society begins to have a different ethic about it, a different, a different view of it. And I, I and I really, I've been thinking about this for months already, and I keep coming back to it. If it's not coercion, really, I don't want to hear about it. We sh we should not be looking at it. We can't judge it. It's over our heads. It's that's for God. I mean, we really don't know. That's what I think. All right, anybody else? Sheba, you're delightful. I'm, I'm you know, I, I, I had a. Uh, a very uh, close relationship with my father and I have a very close relationship with my children so I find that story heartbreaking and, and, and adopt and, her well no but, <laughs> but also inspiring that she handles it so gracefully yeah. you know I, I would well, be yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, she's really, gonna leave and punch a pillow or something <laughs> <laughs> alright I'm really less I'm like not even really angry as I am a little bit you know I'm just sad really you know I would have liked to you know really known him but what can you do yeah <laughs> Right. But thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Does anybody really know him is the question. Uh, it seems like he might be a hard guy to know in general. Possibly. You know. Uh, Carmen, right, plug, plug your record that won the award. Your, your uh, album. Dance Like You Don't Need the Money on Sirius or CD Baby or CarmenLynch.com. CD Baby? Oh, yeah. Not Amazon? Or Amazon. Yeah, all of them. They're, it's on all of them. CD Baby still out there? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Never mind. <laughs> Anna? iTunes. Go ahead. You tweet? What do you do? What, where, what, where else? Uh, you can follow me at uh, Anna North Tweets on Twitter. I'm a senior reporter at Vox.com. Yay. Did you have it? Was it were we okay? Am I, am I okay? No, were we okay? Like, was this was this better or worse than you thought? People are scared to come into, like, the Comedy Cellar radio show. They don't know what to expect. I don't mind talking about it. It's good, always good to argue. We, we were respectful? Yes. Did I say anything that ought to get me in trouble and boycotted or anything like that? <laughs> Please. 
Um, I, I had a good time. I felt like... <gasps> that sounds like, you, that sounds like a, yes. All right. Okay. Well, I don't think I did, but I, I want to cut it out if I said something bad. Okay. Thank you very much, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Thanks.